When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What these young bloods have to understand, that this game has always been, and will always be, about buckets. Just attack the basket. Welcome to Buckets, brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. My name's Matt Moore. I'm the senior NBA writer for the Action Network, and this is your Wednesday 9-10 play-in tournament best bets episode. I have to, like, catch myself because I keep saying 8-9. It's not the 8-9. It's the 9-10. <laughs> the 8-9, technically, is on Friday. We'll talk about that later. Joining me for this episode, Jay Money, the Red Hot. Absolutely. Sorry, he doesn't like red hot because it's just like his normal temperature. His normal temperature being red hot compared to the rest of us. Jay Money, you can follow him on Twitter at Jay Money is Money. Jay, what's good? Yeah, everything cool with me, man. Hey, ready getting locked in to playoff mode, man. Playoff Jay is unlocked, so uh, ready to get some cash. All right. Also joining me is Sean Little from MSG Networks. You can catch him on Twitter at Chicago Flow. Sean, how you doing, my man? I'm great, fellas. We made it. We're here. It is NBA playoff time, man. The the roller coaster that was the regular season um, is over. Now let's lock in for some competitive NBA hoops. Yeah, competitive. Pe- no, re- people are going to play in the games. They're actually going to earn their fucking money. Let's go. Finally. <laughs> yeah. No time. doubt. All right, maybe. We'll see. I don't know. I'm, OKC New Orleans makes me nervous on that front. Anyway, uh, all right, we're going to do best bets for the Wednesday slate. And if you have not caught it, we have Clippers Suns and Knicks Cavs series preview up. We will have the three sixes between the Warriors Kings and Sixers Nets up as well. We will have the two sevens up on Wednesday after the play-in tournament sets those on Tuesday night. Those will be up on wednesday as well so lots of stuff here we are going to have game one best bets on thursday we are going to have futures episode on friday so we got lots for you to to dive into this week here on buckets you can find all this in the award-winning action network app it's the best way for you to track your picks you get up the second information where the bets and money are coming in on make sure to check that out as well as we always do here on best bets we're going to go around the table we'll list our best bets and then we'll do the cap Uh, sean let's start with you this time sean what's your best bet for the wednesday slate Chicago Bulls plus five. Okay, God help you. Uh, Jay, what's your best bet for the Wednesday slate? I'm also on the Bulls plus the five. Okay, God go with you as well. God should go with both of you and be with you (laughs) as you're taking the Chicago Bulls in a must-win game. I'm very excited to hear this cap because, holy shit, you're taking the Bulls on the road in a must-win game. I am going to take the over in Raptors Bulls, 214 and a half. And I'm going to take the Oklahoma City Thunder plus five and a half versus the New Orleans Pelicans. Let's start with the Bulls, Raptors, Cap. Uh, Jay, let's start with you. Um, 
look, this this specific matchup, like Chicago had a chance to get into the 7-8. They had a good tiebreaker situation. All they really needed to do was they needed to beat the Toronto Raptors. And they had a chance because the Raptors are not good. And the Bulls did what they always do, which is they fucked around way too much in the second half. And the Raptors got separation. Why do you like Chicago here? Yeah, well, first off, I can't talk you off taking the underdogs in a winner-take-all game right there, so I'll start there. Um, you're gonna, I think the Bulls are going to win this game outright, so I'm glad to take the five points um, with them as the as the cushion there. I think the Raptors are done. I think they're, you're going to see two or three players um, depart from the team as well as the coaches will. I think uh, with guys like Patrick Beverly coming over there to the Bulls, um, they want this game. DeMar DeRozan going back to Toronto as well. They're 7-3 and three straight up uh, and against the spread last 10 games um, versus the Raptors as well, and also post all-star break um the bulls have the number one defense in the nba whereas the raptors can play some good defense as well but um like i say they, they're not really consistent as my uh they're not that consistent in my opinion on the offensive end so both teams great defensively i do give a small edge to the bulls here offensively like i said i think they're going to win this game so i'll take the five points all day long um i think the raptors are in disarray to have some locker room issues uh some things that i know some inside sources but um yeah there's a few top players on that team is, are going to be gone and i'm pretty sure nick nurses all but gone out of team and i think they know it as well this will be the toronto raptors last game of the season i mean look i can't argue with you on that like it does seem like like he's gonna be gone like it does like that's the word is that you know nurse is gonna is not gonna be retained this summer and so um or he's gonna depart one or the other so i can't really like blame you there um i do like i'll look at numbers wise i i, I agree because like I have this pick them because I, my numbers hate the Raptors, right? My numbers hate the Raptors. They haven't been good all year. I, ju- I just, this Bulls team, my problem is like, if I feel like the very identity of this Bulls team is that they lose the games where it's set up for them, where they're in like a good spot and they need to get a win. And this is like a good spot versus a Raptors team that you just mentioned. This is the one where they just get outworked and out hustled. And that's a bummer because I feel like they work and they hustle. Like, I've liked this team since they had Patrick Beverly, but they drive me nuts with the inconsistency. Sean, why do you lean, lean Bulls plus five here? Let's start here. If uh, I know it's not going to happen, but if we do pack up Nick Nurse and he does leave, bring him to Chicago. I would swap <laughs> out Nick Nurse and Billy Donovan all day long. But I like the Bulls plus five in this spot. I think overall throughout the year, they're – kind of similar squads at the end of the year, they closed net rating extremely close. Neither team has been above two games above 500 all year. I thought that was a really interesting number teams that we thought would be better. They just were middling teams all year and never, never made a move. Both squads play way better basketball at home. Raptors 27 and 14. That's tied for eighth best in the NBA. And that's where this game is going to be played. But as Jay alluded to since the the Patrick Beverly deal, you know how no one wants to like look at the Lakers and be like, except Jay actually, and say with a straight face, like, yeah, they're coming, they're on the way, and everybody needs to buckle up. No one wants to give Pat Bev credit for him coming over to the Bulls and making them a better team, but they're 14 and nine since he's got their second best overall defensive rating since he came over there. And also, I think in this one game spot with the turmoil internally with the Raptors going on. I like the Bulls superstars more in this spot. Give me the five points. I like DeMar DeRozan, of course, in the fourth quarter. Both teams uh, depend on three guys to get those uh, get the baskets. 
I trust Zach Levine, Vucevic, and DeMar DeRozan, especially in the fourth quarter first. So uh, I'm with you, Jay. I like the Bulls here, plus five. I'll take the points. All right, I got to lean on the over. Uh, I'm going to say that it's a lean rather than a best bet for a number of reasons. I will probably log this one in the app. Uh, it's 214 and a half. This is a really low number, obviously. Now, we talked about the defenses, right? Raptors can defend a little bit. Bulls number one defense since uh, Adam Papev. Like, I get it. The big key here for me is transition. If you're the Raptors and you want to score, what's the only way you score? You get out and you run. Now, the Bulls transition defense is really good. They are actually the number one team in uh, preventing opponent time spent in transition. So, like, they're really good at that. I feel like Toronto is the team that takes teams like that and makes them run. I feel like they will be more aggressive. They will be uh, more, they will cause a little bit more mayhem. I think a lot of this is, I don't, I guess I'll, I'll say this. If Jay's right, if, if Jay's right and the Raptors have lost the coil, if they're off, if they're spiraling off, if they're going gravity and drifting into nothingness like Quran, then the Raptors defense is probably the first thing to go that their commitment to one another probably spirals and the bulls, even with their non three point mid range shooting asses, probably still put up a really good number here. If he's wrong and the Raptors stay like, no, we're going to, we're going to get that playoff money. I'm going to get, I'm going to get my playoff money. That's what I'm going to do before I get out of here. If I'm not losing to the bulls, that's not a thing I'm doing. I'm not losing to the bulls. If they do that, then the Raptors probably force things in transition, get up and down the floor. 214 and a half to me is just too low into a number. Full season numbers, I got this 225. Even if I just like adjust this for, well, you know, it's a play-in game. So it's going to be a little bit more like grinded out, which we don't really have a lot of indications of. Like not a lot of numbers to back that up from the limited sample we have. Knock five points off of it. That's still 220. I'm still six over. 214 and a half is too low. I'm going to take the over 214 and a half. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Uh, elsewhere, I'm going to take the Oklahoma City Thunder plus five and a half versus the New Orleans Pelicans. Thunder this season are the fourth best team on the road as a dog against the spread. They've been really good in this spot. Uh, the Pels have a really good home record as a favorite. However, since Zion went down, I went back to January just five, four, and one is a home favorite versus teams over 500. Thunder just like, they're, you know, okay, they're 40 and 42, not technically, but they've played like it over the last three months of the season. Um, mostly this is just like, look, I don't think, I think the Zion thing hurts. I think just knowing like, man, like we're not going to get our guy back. We can't make a run. I think that hurts. I think losing that Wolves game, you had a double digit lead and they got into a fight on the sideline and one dude punched a wall and you still lost. Uh, Shea is going to go absolutely ballistic versus the drop coverage of Jonas Valanciunas. Like, you could put Herb Jones on him. Shea Gillers-Alexander is him. Like, he is going to get his points. So, I like the Thunder plus five and a half here. Sean, what do you think about that game? Yeah, I mean, Wolves outscored the Pelicans 66-53 in that second half. So, yeah, they, you're dead on with the talking about spots where teams should capitalize. That was a good spot for the Pels. 
to to get a W and they couldn't. So let's talk about you talk about Zion not being around and that hurts them. I think BI has loved that Zion's not been around and he's closed out the year extremely strong. Yeah. And this is another spot for him to prove to everyone that hey, it's my squad just as much as Z- actually, you know what? It's my squad because the other guy you say team it is never plays. So how about the guy that's always here that shows up nightly and and puts up big numbers? I think B.I. is going to take that personally. I think overall, if you look at the year, the Thunder have had a better year. But the way that the Pelicans have closed, a majority of it has been really, really good. This is a a really interesting game. I mean, counter, B.I. is going to find himself in the Dorcher Chamber. So. Yeah, and that that's the Dorset Chamber is a very real place. I love Lou Dort. I love how he plays the game. Um, but it, it is interesting because I, I do think the overall franchise feels the way you laid out about Zion, but I also think it's a personal thing for BI to try to prove that hey, I could I could do this thing solo with the rest of the guys that are actually here if necessary. Yeah, he's playing awesome. Uh Jay, what do you have any thoughts on on Pell's Thunder? I lean Pelicans. Uh, I lean them early and often, to be honest with you. I just think I think they have too much size, uh, way too much size for the Thunder. I mean, I like I love SGA. He's a baller. But outside of him, I don't really trust the team offensively here versus the top tier Pelicans defensive team. Um, You look at their, their recent performances as well. Before the Thunder won those last couple games, the meaningless games, before that, they were 0-9 against the spread. I don't think a lot of people were paying attention to that because they had covered so many spreads over the um over the course of the year. The Pelicans were the exact opposite. They're 6-3-1 one ATS in their last um, 10 games, seven, three straight up as well. So I know that they lost that game versus the Timberwolves. I do think that they get a rematch in that exact, exact same scenario, Pelicans versus uh, Timberwolves um, in the, in the, what, what is it? Uh, eight, 10 or whatever, uh, nine, 10, it'll turn into whatever. But I think the Timberwolves lose, they'll face up against the Pelicans again. I think the Pelicans win this game, not going so far as to say that they can cover a spread, but I'll be honest, I lean Pelicans here. I think Valentunes can do whatever the hell he wants uh, down low. The Thunder do not have a real center in there and then if i mean other than sga like i said unless they're uh, bombing threes which they are possible to do um i don't think the the thunder have enough offense outside of sga to win this game so uh pelicans are nothing for me and i heavily lean to pelicans first quarter as well thunder usually start out slow yeah don't underestimate that pelicans uh home court it's going to be rocking in there they played really well at home all year and the thunder have struggled on the road as well all right let's go wrap it up for buckets thanks for joining us these are your play-in tournament games for wednesday best bets Jay and Sean are both on the Bulls plus five. God help them. God be with them. Uh, I am on the over 214 and a half, and I'm taking the Oklahoma City Thunder plus five and a half versus the Pelicans. Uh, series previews all throughout the week. Check them out. You're not going to find better information than in these podcasts. We got them all breaking down for you. The best angles to take. We are going to have on Thursday, going into Friday, probably Thursday afternoon late, we're going to have best bets episode. That's going to break down all of the game ones for the weekend. I'm doing a massive pod with all of our contributors. I just have to figure out how I'm going to bend space and time and get this done. Uh, on Friday, we're going to have a futures episode. that's going to talk about the best futures plays for the week. Check out everything in the Action Network app. We're going to have series previews in detail. Um, I'm writing those previews. I got my cards up for the tournament, the playing tournament, all that kind of stuff. Check it out in the Action Network app. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. We appreciate your support. Our thanks to David Payne, our producer. We'll see you guys again next time. Till then, let's get buckets.
Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.